Good morning. Welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast, where I help dance teachers and studio owners dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. I'm your host, Jessica Strong. I'm the creative director and owner here at Dance to Learn. In today's episode, I am discussing teaching the dance concepts and why conceptual learning is so important to our dancers. Let's dive into it. Good morning, dance teachers and studio owners. Welcome to the third episode of season two of the Dance to Learn podcast. If you have listened before, welcome back. And if you are new, I invite you to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. Also, if you are loving the Dance to Learn podcast, please take a moment to leave me a five-star review. Your review may be featured on an upcoming episode. And if you are featured, you'll receive a $10 Amazon gift card. Today, I am discussing dance concepts, what they are, and why they are important to include into our dance classes. In the Dance to Learn program, our dancers learn 14 dance concepts throughout their first three years of dance. Those concepts include space, tempo, size, levels, directions, pathways, positional concepts, body shapes, anatomy, weight, energy, relationships, patterns, and sequencing. So over the course of season two of the Dance to Learn podcast, as well as most likely seasons three and four, I will be breaking down these dance concepts and providing you with fun and creative ways to teach these concepts in your dance classes. But before I begin today, I want to quickly discuss why teaching dance conceptually is important. The elements of dance are the foundational concepts and vocabulary that help students develop movement skills and understand dance as an artistic practice. Dance concepts and elements are the framework of movement. So before I started studying the dance concepts and elements from the National Dance Education Organization, I feel like my preschool dance classes especially, were pretty standard. I would start class with some typical warm-up stretches, like a butterfly stretch where we put on our butterfly wings, maybe some point and flexes where we looked at our different color ballet shoes, and then we did a straddle stretch where we baked a pizza. Next, we'd stand up and I'd play a Disney song and we'd practice some plies, tendus, and twirls. Then we went across the floor doing things like butterfly chasses, princess walks on our tiptoes, and maybe even some leaps over a teddy bear. Overall, it was a typical dance class that you would expect to find at any dance studio, but I was really not reaching my full potential as a teacher, and I was missing the opportunity to really teach dance to my students. It wasn't until I got a book from the National Dance Education Organization that explained the dance concepts and elements that I recognized that I was only a dance teacher and not a dance educator. So teaching dance classes focused on a concept has changed the way that I educate my dancers. 
So number one, now my classes have a focus. So instead of sort of being all over the place with themes and ideas, each week I have one theme and one dance concept. For example, this month is October and my theme is Fall in Love with Dance. One of my favorite weekly sub-themes is Scarecrows. We talk about the different body shapes that scarecrows can make. They can hang straight, they can hang curvy, maybe they have their arms placed in an angular or geometric shape, or maybe they're even all twisted and wrapped from being left in the wind. Another fun theme I have for October is a pumpkin theme where we go to the pumpkin patch and explore different pumpkin sizes. So when you focus on one aspect of dance and the elements, I have found that you can now provide a more unique learning experience for your students. Number two, by teaching the dance concepts, I can fully tap into the whole child. I am not just teaching gross motor and fine motor skills. I am now really tapping into how my students develop. Teaching concepts improves not only their gross and fine motor skills, but also their cognitive development, such as their ability to problem solve, and they get to learn about the world and how they can exist within it. It can also help them with their social and emotional development as they learn how to dance with others in and through space. They also learn how they dance with partners and how dance can help them blossom their own sense of self-expression. And lastly, now that my students actually understand why they dance and not just how they dance, now they are ready to move up into a more advanced class and they will have a better appreciation for the skills that they are learning and why they are learning and performing those skills. We don't just stop teaching the dance concepts. We just begin teaching them in a more holistic way as our dancers get older and more advanced. Hello, dance teachers and studio owners. I am briefly interrupting today's episode to bring you a special announcement. This month, our featured lesson plan, Fall in Love with Scarecrows, is on sale on the Dance to Learn University website. Visit dancetolearnuniversity.com and visit the lesson plan tab. Our featured lesson plans are on sale for the month only before going up to their regular price. Now, let's get back to our episode. So what are the benefits to your students when you teach the dance concepts? What I wanna do today is break down each concept and what the concepts actually teach our students. So let's start with our first concept, the concept of space. So space explores our space and the area in which we can move. And space is really fourfold. First, there is the discussion of self-space. This is the space I dance in when I'm on a spot or stationary. Second, there is general space. This is the space I move in when I am traveling around or through space. Performing stationary movements in self-space is known as non-locomotor movements, while studying space traveling around the room is known as locomotor movements. Studying the concept of space 
teaches our students spatial awareness. How many times have you asked your dancers to spread out and instead they literally stand right next to someone else? That's just a reminder that they have to be taught about space and how they can exist within the space through dance and movement. The second concept we explore is tempo. Learning about tempo is a very important skill since dance is mostly bringing music to life. By teaching students the elements of tempo, you help develop their overall understanding of the way music elements work together to create feelings and impressions. These and other listening exercises will lay the foundation for future compositions and better performances. We start by discussing simple elements such as, is this music fast or slow? And how can we dance fast or slow? But the more we explore tempo, we can also begin exploring more advanced elements of tempo, such as acceleration versus slowing down. And then lastly, we can also explore different rhythms and beats. The next concept we can explore in dance is size. The concept of size is important to learn in dance because it will help our dancers with proprioception, which is the perception or awareness of the position and movement of the body in and through space. By making our bodies different sizes, we can explore additional concepts such as contraction versus extension, which is great for overall strength and spinal flexibility. Core distal exercises where you contract the body towards the core and extend your arms and legs distally into space is a great way to explore body size in your classes. The next concept is levels. And like size, levels is another great way to improve proprioception and spatial awareness. Additionally, lower movements such as crawling and rolls can improve the vestibular sense, which controls the sensations of body rotation and of gravitation and movement. The fifth concept is directions. And directions is another compound element that can be explored in dance. It can begin as simple as the exploration of body side learning how to move the right side of the body in isolation of the left side of the body. This will help the body side dominance. That means whether a dancer will be right or left-handed or even right or left-brained. Now our goal in dance, although a dominant side will always prevail, is to strengthen both sides of the body equally. Directions may also be stage directions, which help with spatial awareness moving from upstage to downstage, or stage right to stage left. These concepts will help dancers later when in performance. And lastly, learning how to move through space forwards, backwards, and sideways is another great way to improve spatial awareness. Also, reversing a combination or performing a combination in a different direction is great for our brain function and overall cognitive development. The sixth dance concept is pathways, and pathways are another great way to improve our overall spatial awareness. An important aspect in dance is learning not only how to perform in self-space, but also how to perform and move through space, alone, 
and with other dancers. Learning different pathways of movement, such as a straight pathway, circular pathway, or zigzag pathway, will help dancers navigate their space and will learn how to share the space with other dancers and how to move around others collaboratively. This exploration is great for building relationships and social interaction and development. The seventh concept is positional concepts. Positional concepts are abstract spatial concepts, such as being on or off. For example, I am dancing on a spot. Now I am dancing off a spot. Additionally, positional concepts can be the concepts of through or around. I can dance through a pathway in a zigzag, or I can crawl through a tunnel, versus I can chasse around a pathway or dance in a circle around the room. Additional positional concepts could include inside and outside. For example, I am dancing inside a hula hoop, and now I am dancing outside a hula hoop. Positional concepts are an extension of space and will continue to help our dancers learn about proprioception and how their bodies can move in and through space. Eight is body shapes. So learning body shapes and how our bodies can make different shapes is very important for dance. This can be explored as a simple head-tail connection as we can practice making our spines straight versus curvy. Additionally, most dancers start young and they learn dance by mimicking their instructors. Sometimes they may struggle making their bodies look exactly like their instructors. So saying things like, let's make our arms in a circle for teaching first position, or let's make a diamond with our legs to help teach plies, or let's make a triangle with our legs to teach a passe or retire. Body shapes can be taught as a whole body exploration as well. Can we make our body curvy? Can we make our body straight? This will help dancers with their spinal flexibility and further explore the idea of contraction and expansion as the body shape of straight is an extension versus making our spine curvy is more of a spinal contraction. Number nine is anatomy. Dance is performed with the whole body, so it's very important as dancers that we understand our anatomy and the different muscles and body parts that we need to use as we perform certain movements. For younger dancers, anatomy exploration is more simple in terminology as well as exploration, as it can be something like simple body isolations. For example, let's just move our head. Now, let's just move our legs. Now let's just move our elbows. Exploring body parts and anatomy with cross lateral movements where we cross our midline is important as well. So for example, touching your right hand to your left foot or your left elbow to your right knee. Cross lateral movements provide many additional benefits to our brain development and overall body function. As we get older and begin learning more advanced skills, Understanding our muscles and muscle groups is also important to learn, as we need to know which muscles we need to strengthen and activate to improve our technique and execution of steps. Isolating our body parts and muscle groups is great for strength building, flexibility, 
and overall gross motor development. The next concept we explore is weight. Exploring body weight, such as moving heavy versus moving light, is a great way to develop more dynamic movements in dance. Weight exploration can begin in a simple sense of let's move light as a feather by tiptoeing. Now let's move heavy by marching. Once these simpler explorations of weight are studied, we can move to more advanced concepts such as a weight transfer because it is very important that dancers learn how to transfer weight from one part of their body to the other. This is an important skill when linking steps together smoothly in choreographic pieces or in patterns of movement. The next concept we explore is energy. Energy is another concept that helps us build dynamic movement. How dancers approach movements with different energy, force, or attack is important. Some movements require more energy than others. Some simple ways to explore energy can be dancing like different emotions. Let's dance happy versus sad. Let's dance airy versus sluggish. We can also use energy to explore more advanced energy concepts, such as performing movements sharp, gentle, loose, smooth, or sustained. The next concept we learn is relationships. As we study relationships to build social and interactive development among our dancers. As dancers, we need to learn how to dance by ourselves, but we also need to learn how to dance with partners or in groups. Relationships can explore tactile concepts and how we appropriately touch others. I'm sure you've had the dancers who complain that someone is holding their hand too tight or not tight enough. Beginning our relationship exploration through tactile activities is important. From there, we can explore more advanced relationships such as dancing facing a partner versus side by side. We can also dance back to back. We can dance in groups in a circle or by connecting in a long line like a train. Learning how to dance cooperatively with others is with others to ensure that everyone is safe in partner and group movements is going to build our social and emotional skills as well. The next concept we explore is patterns. Dance patterns may be described according to combinations of quick or slow steps, and sometimes even often by rhythm or meter of the music. For example, a waltz step is a three count step pattern and it's usually danced to waltz music versus a swing step is danced in a four count pattern danced to swing music. Patterns can also be explored by form. So for example, ABA form. ABA form begins with an opening theme. It leads into a contrasting theme that complements the first and concludes with a return to the opening theme. This conclusion is recognizable, but somehow changed in order to bring the piece to its resolution. There is a cyclic feel, a sense of continuity, order, and inevitability. A simple ABA theme when first learning dance can be a simple plie, followed by a tendu, and returning to a plie. 
Linking multiple movements together in a simple pattern can help our dancers begin to learn the basics of choreography. Our last and final dance concept is sequencing. Sequencing is the process of linking multiple movements together, and it is a more advanced exploration of pattern. We can put multiple patterns together to, to form a sequence of movement. It may or may not tell a story. Linking multiple steps together in dance leads to the creation of choreography. So there you have it. Those are the 14 dance concepts that we study and explore in the Dance to Learn program. I look forward to exploring each concept more in upcoming episodes, and I hope you will join me by subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. If you are loving the podcast, please be sure to subscribe. Also, please leave me a five-star review and I may feature your review in an upcoming episode. Any review I feature will receive a $10 Amazon gift card. Have a wonderful week, and I hope that you continue to dance, learn, and grow. Bye!